Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritata. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a show all about reality television, and this show in particular, we will be recapping season three of Champs vs. Stars, The Final. Woo-woo! Wow. Wow. What a season. Wow, 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 wow. Ten wow, episodes. Wow, wow. Now, just so you guys know, boys and girls at home, we it, the, the finale just ended. It just ended. Moments ago. Moments ago. We're blown away blown by away. the ending. Before we get into that, let's just talk about this season as a whole. Sure. It, has it been your favorite? Because it sure as hell has been mine. It has been my favorite season of any television show ever. <laughs> no, that's not true. Of but course it not. has been my favorite season of the three seasons of Champs vs. Stars. That's certainly. What I mean. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't about even, you? I don't you? even remember second season. It, uh, I don't really. Either, I remember but... first season. I remember Lola. Lala? Lolo. <laughs> almost. You almost had it. Um, I love this season so much. I loved the freakouts. I loved the ups, the downs. I loved the goofy-ass games they played. You like the games. I like the games. And you know what? Guess who's warming on me real hard? Luis. Uh, yeah, but The Miz. Oh, The <laughs> yeah, Miz. Oh, you yeah, like The yeah. Miz. Good. Yeah. At first, you know, season, the first season, I was like, I don't know about The Miz as the host, but I'm getting into it. And yes, Luis did warm on me, warm up on me. I don't know. How does one say that? I warmed up too. I warmed up too. But you know what? I, I feel like uh, your your malpropisms and whatnot, um, I do I do find them charming and I don't Aww. like to stop them anymore. Well, I just want everyone to know that Louise Hazel warms up on me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been warming on a lot of people lately and uh, you know, I, I do feel as though this cast was... You know, at first I thought it was a little clunky. I thought we were missing a couple of um, important people uh, that we would need. Who but, did you want on there? You know, I like to see a Corey on there. You know, I like to see somebody that uh, maybe uh, a younger generation of uh, champ or star. You know, we had camp for a little bit, but then she, uh, you know, okay, you know, got triple crossed by Booby in like episode two. And there were, I just kind of felt like, I'm never excited. How about this? I'm never excited for champs versus stars. Okay. And I never think that there's enough champs and I always don't care about the stars. I think this season did a good job of at least a quarter of the way through winning me over, having me pull for certain people and and making me understand why they chose the stars that they did. Hey, guess what, Nick Maritato? This was the first season without Johnny Bananas. That is interesting. I didn't. I, I'm did you miss him? No, not at all. What it did, <laughs> it actually opened up the uh, my eyes to a, a banana list season of this show. It can happen. It can happen, and I think it's actually kind of great. Yeah. I, I think if they were to drop bananas uh, in the challenge proper, I think it would help. Um, I, I think it would help uh, uh, usher in uh, newer, uh, more flavorful storylines well at this point in his tenure johnny is a little stagnant right he's a little yes. bit of a a dam let's say and he's stopping the flow of new blood coming in that and, is that um, is one of the things that he that why he is a detriment to the show one yeah. reason there are in my opinion there is another reason that's it's basically the same reason but more specific do you mind if i get into it i kind of do because i don't want to make this podcast about johnny and he I, wasn't even on this season i'll tell you what i uh, let in i had too much of a preface <laughs> for what i was about to say i'm just gonna say it it's quick 
when you have Johnny Bananas on a season, um, on, they're going to focus on Johnny Bananas a good amount of the time. And that's fine if Johnny has something interesting going on. But unfortunately, when Johnny is on the, se- on the season that you're watching, there's only a couple of storylines that Johnny is capable of. And unfortunately, it's been the same one, which is he's got vendettas with a bunch of people and they're trying to get him out of the house and he's doing everything he can to to cro- to be smarter than them and it becomes the Johnny Bananas show because they he's the biggest star he's the highest profile that he always has a hit on him so it's it becomes too much of that if he had a storyline where he came in and I don't know he uh, was making out with CT uh, and they caught him in the bathroom or something like that I'd be interested in a Johnny uh, Johnny on the show. But- CT was on the show. Right. And so was, not to, I, I understand what you're saying about Johnny. For some reason, talking about him, my knee-jerk reaction is to stop talking about him because I feel like giving him shine when he wasn't on this season is not fair to people like Shane, who was incredible this season, brought so much. Um, Same with Wes. Oh, my God. So good to see Wes in it. So good to see, you know, CT and Tony, they keep doing this dad bod thing. Dad bod, dad bod, dad bod. I'd like them to move on from talking about the dad bod. Uh, Great to see Ashley Mitchell. But this episode, this final episode opens up. Um, at the elimination that we were left off on last week, which is Kayla and Drake up against Luis and Casper. Nick, did you think that Kayla and Drake were going to win? No, I did not. I did. You did think they were going to win. I did, yeah. Yeah, you told me in the, at some point in this episode that you had gotten a uh, spoiler that turned out to not be true, so now you don't know what's going on. Exactly. Was that the spoiler? That was the spoiler. Who was saying that this, was somebody trolling, trying to say that they, they won and they, they had information that other people, that the general public did not? I honestly don't even know. I think this was way before the season even started, um, where it came out where... It was like Kayla uh, makes it to the final. So that was the sport. Ah! Uh. (laughs) Our cat just knocked over a table with a bunch of food and drinks on it. Okay, folks, we're back. Uh, We just, uh, well, we threw our cat in the garbage. Uh, That's it. She knocked over a table and, you know, it all it takes is one strike in this household, and you're gone. So yeah. all you cat lovers out there, if you're interested in a cat, uh, this did go up recently. There's a cat in a garbage can <laughs> in Bushwick. That sounds mean. Um, no, no, we, we love her. We love her. We, we still love her. her. We cleaned up after her. But hey, that's the reality you guys are looking for. Am I right? <laughs> Not only that, theater of the mind. Maybe that didn't even really happen. Maybe that was done in post production. <laughs> Why would we derail our final recap for it? Who knows? But you know what? Right now is a great time to just jump in. I know. It was a signal from the challenge gods to get into this recap. Well, Lily was upset that you were trying to stifle me on my Johnny Bananas (laughs) point, I think. Which I do feel guilty about. I know you do. Do you have anything else to say about Johnny? I've said it all. Have you? No, I don't don't want people to (laughs) get upset. I don't want our producers to get upset with us for uh, talking about Johnny Bananas on a challenge podcast for more than 38 seconds. I apologize. Let's get into the recap. Okay, but before we get into the recap, I'm just going to say my personal goal for this next challenge is to go into it. So talking about Final Reckoning, 
go into it not having um, a grudge against Johnny. Okay? That's it. I'll say it right now. I'm just going to try and be neutral with Johnny next and season. I'm going to have to cut you off right there and tell you that's a little too much Johnny Bananas talk <laughs> for my liking on this podcast. The guy's not even on this season. Uh, I don't want to give him too much shine. Hey, you know who is on this season? CT. What's he up to? Okay, so the episode opens um, in the middle of an elimination. Um, it's Luis and Casper up against Kayla and Drake. They've already done their thousand jumps, and now they're trying to get their ice clothing apart, put on the ice clothing, and do another thousand jumps. Um, Casper and Luis, you know what? They they had a lead, but Drake and Kayla have caught up. And this is where I'm sitting here with faulty information, thinking that Drake and Kayla are going to win. Oh, boy, was I shocked when Casper and Luis win. They won. They're I mean, going to the final. And you know what? Uh, there's a couple comments made in this scene where uh, people are saying, you know, Luis didn't look good out there. That was Booby and Wes. Yeah, didn't look good out there. Talking some shit. And basically saying that's pretty, uh, that, that that's not how you want to look before going into the final. Yeah, they say um, basically she ain't that great. I think is what someone said. Right. And then the Miz, he goes to talk to uh, the losing team, Kayla and Drake. And Kayla, who has just lost, is like, I'm upset because I wanted to win. And then they go to Drake. And he's like, you know what? We tried our hardest. And anytime we can um, we can sweat for a good cause is good for me. Yeah. He kind of sounded like a nerd there. But, uh, you know. <laughs> he had a real laissez-faire attitude about all this. He didn't of this. give a shit. You know, Kayla's crying. The Miz walks up. And he's like, hey, what's up, guys? And Drake's like, oh, we're good. Drake's yeah. like chugging some water. Yeah, he didn't care. He seems totally fine. Um, next but- time, let's let's uh, let's let's get Josh in there next time. Let's see how Josh does. Josh and what was the show called? Drake again? and Josh. Oh, OK. Um, so the next scene- Josh and Drake. Drake and jo- Josh and Drake. <laughs> I don't know. Keep it going. Next scene. We are at dinner with our champions who are going. They're not our champions with our final Three teams are six challengers going into the final. Everybody is sitting down for a dinner of sorts. Wes and Booby have dressed the same. They're doing a little bit here. Um, Casper says something snarky. And then CT says to Casper, you're one of the biggest haters I know. Yeah, basically, uh, Wes and Booby show up to this uh, dinner dressed the same. It's a little get, a little gag, a little bit. And Casper's like, looks over at Wes and goes, eh, that wasn't as funny as you guys thought it was. Yeah, he's, and, is that and, what he said? Yep, yep. He tried to, he tried to stifle Speaking everybody's enjoyment shit. out of this life bit that they were doing, this best friends bit. And uh, that's when CT looked over at him and basically punked him out. You know, just yeah. called, him, called him out for being a hater. I enjoyed it. I like when people call other people out for being haters because I don't hear it. I don't know. I think I stopped hearing it around 2007. Nah, man. You got to hang out with me more, dude. I'm telling you. I'm calling people out left and right in public. You never say hater. You're never like, that guy's a hater. No, I don't no, say No, you're that. definitely calling people out. I'm saying I call the them, word I, hater. No, no. I call them posers. You wish you called him poser. I that do. you that was a poser statement you Whatever, just said. Whatever, you're a fucking poser. <laughs> <laughs> um so then Luis gives a toast to Wes where she's like, you know, I'm toasting Wes. Uh we put him through hell. And that's basically the the whole part of this scene. You're, I don't understand I, why we had this, this scene. Toast is to Wes. And his spiraling out in his I don't know what she was saying. She was like I think she called him said that he was depressed. Something. Yeah. 
something. Then, then the next day is sort of a, a montage of the teams preparing. So this is sort of a, a goofy bit time for us to see them bonding, getting ready for this final. I have to say, worst thing I've ever seen, Wes and Booby eating cereal out of the same bowl. They thought it would be funny if they poured an entire box of what looks to be Fruit, Fruit Loops. Loops. Yep into a huge salad bowl, probably poured an entire gallon of milk in there, then had two like serving spoons and were like as like it was an eating challenge, eating out of the same bowl. I'll tell you what, liquid foods, liquids really, I don't want to be sharing with people. Like no when somebody's like share soup yeah, or soup. cereal. People always get you know, somebody will ever every so often want to try some of this soup. No, no, no. It's what you want me to just put my face in the soup, basically. I How don't want to drink give some snot in there. Yeah, it's it just seems like a, a bowl full of backwash, in my opinion. The only thing I will take is a little queso, a little hot, steamy queso. I'll share that with some tortilla chips. It's a little different, I think. Queso has a little well, bit you're more. You're dipping in. It's also got more of a consistency. You wouldn't think that, you know, uh, liquids are just sloshing around Ugh. with a queso. You know there what I mean? There was a close up at one time, at one point in this scene, of their mouths, and I'm seeing Fruit Loops <laughs> falling out. Okay. It, was, it was what? It was you didn't gross. like that? That no. was Lily. <laughs> Lily made that noise. <laughs> She's gross. our sound engineer now. Then we see CT and Tony. They're biking on a tandem bike. CT is in the front, Tony is in the back. And they're doing a head bob, yeah, sort they, of like Night at the Ra- at the Roxbury. <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, you know so many references. That's why you're great. Um, well, yeah, they are doing. They do have this sort of thing that they're doing. This is kind of almost like. Uh, uh, you, you, um, would would you maybe call call it a you can call me Al? Yeah. Like it was kind of like uh, they they have like a. Two 80s guys like vibe that they're doing. They're totally. like wild and crazy guys or something. I don't know what Team Dad Bob has a bunch of Team Team Dad Bod has a bunch of bits that they've been doing all season long. Lots of dances, lots yeah. of synchronized, Just coordinated, coordinated sort of stuff. moves. Yes, they're hanging out a lot. So then we see Casper and Luis boxing with Casper's dog there. And I don't really know what the point of this scene was. They're doing push-ups. Well, they're the uh well, that's what you would the villains would do. You just see them training while the other folk who are more lighthearted, uh, you know, um, you know, our heroes, our champs, plus booby. Uh, you know, they're having fun. Yeah. You know, and then you go to the villains and what are they doing? They're just like bench pressing cinder blocks. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, and like running through like the desert. You know what I mean? They're, running they're, through the I, desert. I didn't watch this show. When, I'm going what to... <laughs> villain have you ever seen running through the desert? I don't know. A, a hot one? Okay. So that brings us to the finale. And guess what, folks? It's freaking raining. It's the final baby and it is on raining it's pouring um the nick- old man is snoring <laughs> <laughs> nick and i pick our teams i pick ct and tony nick picks booby and wes yes that and was our guesses those were our guesses for po- the winners and then uh the miz lets tony know what his sabotage play is since he got the mvp on the last challenge and he says tony you get to delay any team start by two minutes tony picks of course drumroll please the villains Luis and casper so this final it's basically it's a track there's four stations at each that you have to run to 
through you have to run the track to each station at each station you have to do something physical or that involves the mind or that involves the stomach in some way and then you get these Ms. coins which are these giant coins you put them in your bank and once you got all four Ms. coins you're the freaking winner you're the fr- that's what actually he said you're the freaking winner you're the freaking winner so station one they get there and um they it is uh Wes and Booby. They get there first, I think. No, or maybe it was C T Snap and Tony. I don't remember at this point. I'm sorry, my notes are a little cramped. Basically, CT and Tony, Wes and Booby are at this first station. It's called Pucket. You've got this giant puck that you have to move up a ramp while also walking a balance beam. Booby and Wes got to this first. Okay. So I know they finished first. They got to this first. So they get there and then they also finish first. CT and snapping at Tony in this first station. He says, don't push with your arms, push with your feet. Yeah. And it makes sense because you go off balance. They're they're on a little balance beam that they have to do. If they want to move in sync and make sure that they're both pushing this puck off the ramp, they have to just basically keep their upper body and arms steady with the poles touching this puck, and they just need to walk it together up the ramp and then pop that son of a bitch off the ramp. And yeah, they're having some issues. Needless to say, that son of a bitch keeps sliding back, and then they have to start over again. It's tough. So then um, when Wes and Booby finish, Nick looks at, looks to me and he goes, uh, this has been Wes's game all along. Yeah, I didn't say it that for, lo- uh, for longing, from for learning. the beginning of time. I, I didn't say it that way. But what the comment I was trying to make, since they were my picks, that team, um, I, uh, and they got off to such a hot start. Uh, I started to really buy into my own bullshit and I started to think back on this season. I started to think, well, Really, this was Wes's season all along. It was it was Wes that we saw so many ups and downs. I mean, most people on this show play sort of passive commenters. I mean, anytime you're cutting to Tony or CT, they're just kind of giggling off to the side, making comments about other storylines that we're seeing played out on this show. Uh, and Wes was in the middle of most of those storylines. He gives the best interviews. Um, you, you know, he's cutting deals with people. I mean, against all odds, he got Booby on his team, and they are in the final when really he should have been thrown off early in this show by his own team. But he, his own team trusted him enough for him to really spin move everybody. And uh, there he is. And I'm, and I'm going, you know what? This is Wes's show. You know, I'd like to point out real quick here. So we had six challengers in this final. Three of them were challengers from the challenge and three of them were stars. Now, when this show started, when this season started, there were two teams that were organized by Tony and CT. Now, how many people of CT's team, original team, made it to this finale? The answer is just CT. Wow. The rest of the people came from Tony's original team. Casper, Booby, Wes, Tony. Wow. So I guess that was the better team. I guess that was the better team. I am surprised, now that we're talking about it, I'm surprised that this didn't get shuffled back into Champs versus Stars for the end. Right. I think we all were expecting that. I, th- I really did think that it was like, oh, you got, you know, basically what they were going to do is have the Champs versus Stars, like have a vendetta against each other, really want the Champs or the Stars to win, 
just at that moment, you split them up, you, you intertwine the teams, and now you don't know who to trust. And then you make these all, you start forming your own ideas, your own new friendships, your own alliances, and they're mixed up between champs and stars. And you think you got everything figured out till the very end where they sort you back into champs versus stars. And now you've double crossed some of these champs, you've double crossed some of these stars. How are you going to make amends? How are you going to win the final? And I thought that that how this story was going to end. But you know what? That's Didn't not how it happened. Didn't happen and, that way. And in fact, five out of the six challengers came from the blue team, which Luis and Casper were running. Yep. yep. So that's that's very interesting it that interesting. no one made it from CT's original team. No one made it from the red team except for CT. Wow. So back to station one, Puckett. Um, you know, so CT and Tony finish second. They run up. When Wes and Booby are putting in their coin, the Miz is standing there. He goes, How's it going, guys? And Booby just goes, Here to win. Here to win. Here to win. Here to win. Um, that the Luis and Casper finish. Now they are running. Guess what? They pass CT and Tony. CT's back is out. Wow. Okay. So what happens here is, uh, and I think you may have been looking at your cell phone at the time. Never. But CT was running. Yeah. And, and he did a little trippy well, trip. So yeah, he falls into a- He didn't fall. He slips. He lost it's, his balance. It's raining. He slips. Maybe there's a ditch. They didn't show us. But he tweaks his back, and then he goes into an entire rant about when you're a dad, you never know what's the littlest things you could picking be up keys, picking up your keys. You could have stepped on a Lego, you know, picking, and, tossing a toddler's turd. And you that's know. and that's how you how you throw your back out here. I mean, he he slips. He you know, I could see how he slips. I am not a young man. Uh, I am, but you're I'm, turning thirty this I'm, year. I'm turning twenty eight this year, and it's gonna it's gonna kill me. But what happens is uh, every so often, man, you could be doing something real slight, and then that little tweak, that'll throw you off for a good two weeks. You'll be feeling that son of a bitch, let alone having to run a whole goddamn final. I mean, this happened at the beginning. And it looked painful. It, you know, it CT, does. His, he was stiff for the first half of this final. He was stiff. He could clearly could not bend his back, which takes us to Station 2, Hoverboard and Puzzle. This yeah. is, uh, you got to take a hoverboard across the lawn, um, and then you pick up puzzle pieces, you bring them back, you put that freaking puzzle together. Um, Wes and Booby, they get there first. They look so funny on these boards. Yeah. I mean, it is, I, I, there's got to be a whole genre of YouTube of people trying hoverboards for the first time because it was comical. It's a young man's game, the hoverboard. I mean, uh, I'm actually a little surprised that Booby wasn't better at it just because you see so many of these pro athletes and they're in their mansions hovering around on yeah. their shit. Uh, but you know what? Booby hasn't been a pro athlete in a while, and he's also not as young as uh, as some of these pro athletes that kind of mess around with these hoverboards, or at least did about a couple years ago. No, he was uh, born in 1986. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's uh, he's turning 30 this year. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, and Wes, you know, I don't think he's messing around with hoverboards. Uh, I think he, he's too busy with his monster truck. Yeah, so then arrived Luis and Booby, uh, not Booby, Luis and Casper, and Casper goes, I've got three of these at home. Casper jumps on it. He's a pro. He's whipping 
through the line on his hoverboard. And he's laughing the whole way. Yeah. He can't believe that this is what he gets to do. He's making up the time. They've t- they've totally made up their sabotage two minutes at this point. Uh, they, you know, he gets his puzzle pieces over the line quite quickly. Super happy about it. And then Wes makes a comment. He goes, of course, Casper's good at this because he probably doesn't have a job. He just <laughs> rolls around on one of these fucking things all day. And that, that, made, me, that made me chuckle. Uh, also, funny little insight into these players. Wes looks at Casper and he goes, where's Team Smoke? Yeah, where's Team Smoke? He looks at Casper and he says, where's Team Smoke? And he's talking about Team Dad Bod, but that's fun because that lets us know that Tony and CT have just been smoking cigarettes this entire challenge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do catch CT outside smoking a cigarette every once in a while, kind of talking some shit. Never Tony. I haven't seen Tony smoke since Skeletons. Real world. That is true. I don't think I've seen him smoke since Skeletons. And they were fucking smoking up a storm on that show. Jeez Louise. They were sponsored by uh, fucking Camel Lights. Um, so then we cut back to CT and Tony. They're struggling. Tony's giving them a pep talk. CT says, I've, I've never not finished the final. Is that true? Um, I don't know. I mean, he gassed out on a mountain once, but I, right, he and, may have, he may have finished though. Okay. Oh, you know what I was thinking is that Kenny carried him across the nope, line, that was Wes. That but was it Wes. was Wes. Yeah. So, um, Luis and Casper, they finished this puzzle first. Um, then they're running, and Luis is dragging a little bit. It's a lot of Casper yelling back at her, come on, Luis, come on. Yeah, and she's getting defensive, too. And then Casper calls her, calls her an Olympian athlete. Nick really is upset Nick a great deal. It's Olympic athlete. It's, or an Olympian. Yeah, but not an <laughs> Olympian athlete. I mean, maybe you can say that, and it's not technically wrong, but I have never heard somebody say that on television. Olympian athlete. Um, so then Wes and Booby, they're second place. And oh, there was this great this great shot where uh, CT and Tony had pretty much fiz- uh, finished their puzzle, but there was one hole in their puzzle. And then Nick just busts out laughing as Tony tries to slide in the puzzle piece. Right. Yeah. So um, did you mention these were basically Legos? I did not. So they're Legos. You have to sort of stack them, you know, and clip them in. Uh, it's huge Legos, and they're building a picture yeah. of, the, of the main cast of the show. Um, and they get all the way to the top, and then there's a gaping one Lego piece hole, like, in the middle of this thing. And uh, CT notices it and goes, hey, we're missing a piece. And then, and then not freaked out at all, Tony's like, oh, got it right here. And then he goes to slide it in like it's a Jenga piece. But you can't just slide a no. Lego in midway Mm-mm. through. You got to pop everything off and snap it in. But the, just the nonchalance of t- Tony time. Oh, oh, no, I got it right here. Here we go. And then <laughs> not realizing you couldn't slide it in until it <laughs> physically couldn't fit and then stepping back and kind of scratching his temple for a second and then you know of course they popped the whole thing off snapped it on it wasn't a big deal but it was a funny moment it was a funny moment which brings us to station number three eat and run or is it should have been called dine and dash is it because they've used dine and dash before that they called it eat and run it's the same thing I you don't gotta know. eat or dine both can be used, Eat and you and have run. to run or dash. How Both dare they not used. call it Dine and Dash? It was odd. They must have used it already. Or maybe Dine and Dash now is like a, a iPhone game, and they can't use it or something. Who it's, cares it's if they've used it already? I, I use it again. I don't know. It didn't, yeah. Well, so the, basically, the way this works is that you have these giant chopsticks, and you have to bring these basketballs using your chopstick to buckets. Once you get five in, then you go to a big table, and you get to pick which food you're going to eat which means that the team who gets there first gets to pick the best 
fast food, right? Right. But the thing about it is that the food's covered, so you don't know how much of that food you're going to get. Um, Luis and Casper, they get there first, and uh, they they get all the good food, or at least what we think is the good it's food. It's sweets. It's yeah. donuts. It's cupcakes. It's maple syrup. And what else? Um uh, that's really all that I remember. There's an, it's all pastries. It's yeah. all sweets. And, uh, you know, and so they seem pretty thrilled by it. Luis, although, says this is how she had to bow out on the first one of these right. that she did. She could not eat it. And so she was a little uh, afraid to start munching down. But what Casper does is he just kind of opens up the plate of the donuts, sits on the table, and then just really lack a, lackadaisical-like kind of eats his donuts he's not doing it with any rush to him so i was on the fence with casper this whole season he's done things i've liked he's done things i haven't liked this pushed me over the edge i did not like his attitude with the donuts i did not like that louise had to pick up all of the slack she's eaten way more food than he's eating and um it just it really it annoyed me it was it was uh cocky and entitled in a way that should not be in a challenge final it <laughs> well that's fun uh what are you laughing Because at? who cares if it's cocky or entitled? I mean, it's a challenge final. I mean, if you're whooping ass, you can be cocky about it. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. It was your personal preference. I yeah. didn't like it either. What I thought was interesting here is sort of like a follow-up on uh, their little episodic storyline, which is they're going into it, uh, um, you know, both together. Louise starts sort of gassing out. Casper's getting a little chippy with her on runs. They're kind of getting back and forth at each other. And at this point in the interviews, Louise is basically pissed off at Casper for not taking this as serious as he should have. And it really does seem like the split, the divide between the villainous stars uh, is starting to uh, uh, get larger. And let's not forget, Casper has been complaining about Luis not running fast enough. So for him to do anything that might slow their team down is pretty fucking hypocritical. Yeah, well, so they're the villains. Wes and Booby get there next, which means that they get the, the, the next five... Um, dishes to choose from and Wes makes some pretty bad decisions here he picks dog food yeah I'm not too sure what was behind his decision Ugh, he picks um he picks dog food over saltines like what it was it was I'm not too sure what they saw and what you know it was they were doing this kind of quick fish sauce fish sauce it was it was it was a lot of vile vile things and then out of that uh you know West tells Booby, I'm going to go for the dog food right now. And then he gets in his interview and he said, hey, listen, uh, I don't know how dog food is, but if it says half as good as my dog makes it look, I'm in. And then he starts chowing down on some dog food and immediately says, well, it is vile. Ugh. It is terrible. And it looks really bad. It's wet. It's wet dog food. It's, it's wet, real bad. It's nasty. Tony and CT arrive. Hey, man, this is what they are made for. Yeah, okay? they, they finally limp up to the plates and uh they're they're, they're having to eat an onion uh garlic butter sardines sardines saltines. Uh, saltines and they're making a bit out of this they're having fun with it they're making sandwiches they're, they're making wraps they're making wraps and they're kind of cheersing each other and yeah guess what as we see a little uh, lead up uh you know uh before they start munching down of how uh this is their uh, um, challenge to lose. Uh, we can remember last challenge uh, proper. Uh, Tony uh, was uh, really turned his his entire fate around single handedly by winning an eating contest 
on his own for his team. It was one of the most triumphant moments we have ever witnessed on it a challenge. It was Tony's whole character arc, his whole redemption cycle is based on eating a bowl of mayonnaise. And it's and he eats it like it was the most delicious delicious pudding in the world. And then we see CT and uh, something that I had forgot. I mean, there was a, a challenge final in which he had to like basically rip a, the the head of an animal open, eat the face and then drink its blood and he did it like he was some sort of uh, Nordic viking. I mean, it was it was impressive. So uh, we cut to them, and yes, they eat their food quite quickly. In fact, the quickest, and they are now in the lead. No, Wes and Booby finish. Then I C. take T. it all back. Wes and Booby <laughs> finish, and then CT and Tony finish. Yep. They are in second. Yep. Um, CT gets a second win. Now they are in first place in the running. They get to station number four. It is called Beatbox, and there's um, a boxes covered in a bunch of crap. There's ropes, there's chains, there's saran wrap. You got to un, you got to get all this crap off the box. Open the box, get out a puzzle, do a puzzle again. And um, Wes can't do knots. Yeah, that's his little uh, storyline for this challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out uh, we all forgot that last season a knot is what did Wes in. So it's uh, Booby remarks. Everybody's here. This is the final showdown, and he's. Right. All three teams are there trying to get into the box. Um, Nick makes a really great point that anyone who's ever anyone who's ever worked in shipping and receiving knows that getting saran wrap off a box is a big deal. It's not even saran wrap. It's some industrial shrink wrap to get it off a pallet, which is basically what they've done here. It, it requires a box cutter. I mean, if you want to just pull that plastic, you can try, but it just gets stronger. Eventually, they all get it off, and it is an off and running race. So CT and Tony, they get that puzzle out first. It's a slider puzzle. And what's that, babe? Well, I'm just going to say, they led up to this slider puzzle with CT, Tony getting so excited about this, and start calling CT the puzzle master. The puzzle guru. The puzzle guru. And, okay, yeah, he, I guess, got a puzzle last, was it? In, in Vendetta's that he... um I think it was Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Mm-hmm. He won a puzzle faster than anybody else and ended up winning. I can't really remember. There's a lot of these things. I've but never thought of CT as a puzzle no, guy. No, that's not his thing, the puzzle stuff. All of a sudden, it's these cutscenes uh, to this one time that he got the puzzle right, and then Tony's calling him the puzzle wizard. It's, it, it's just strange, but Tony is giddy at this point. He's like jumping up and down, clapping his hands real fast, and then uh, CT has to look at Tony and go, hey, bro chill out with the cheering section let me take those pom-poms away from you we haven't won anything yet so then they finish the puzzle they run they get their coin they put that coin in their bank making them the winners of season three of the challenge champs versus stars team dad bob dad bob i keep saying that team it's late team smoke team smoke that's easier team smoke has done it ladies and gentlemen second up with their coin is Casper and Luis. And then that means third, Wes and Booby. It's really tough to see Wes and Booby come in third here. I mean, they lose hold of their Miz coin at one point uh, as they're trying to roll it down to finish uh, gracefully. And then, uh, you know... Uh, Wes slipped and fell, yeah, which you said, write that down, write that down. <laughs> because the Miz goes... You know, you guys are you're finishing strong. And right as he said that, Wes slips and falls on his ass. And it was... It was tough to see, as that team was my pick. Luis and Casper do like a little interview afterwards. Casper's salty as fuck. I think he blames 
uh, Luis, and I think he's a little punk. And maybe that'll come back to, uh, you know... Uh, On the good old reunion. Or I don't think there's going to be a reunion. There is. I saw is pics. There? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, there's good. I'm excited. But uh, no, I don't think uh, maybe that'll uh, that'll pan out. Maybe next time they're both on the challenge together, I would like them to uh, have some sort of a vendetta. Who knows what's going to happen? So, I, oh, go ahead. I do want to note that this is Tony's first win. He's, That's what I'm about to say. The yeah. Miz goes, Tony, how happy are you? You're a champion, and Tony is beaming. Tony, I've never seen him look so happy in his entire life. He's counting this as his first official win. Ashley, would you count this as a first official win for a challenge? Yeah, I'm, I think champs versus stars should be count as canon. I really do. I think after this, I think I was very much against it going into this season. I think after this season, I'm, I might be won over on that fact because... Yeah. This was tough. This was a tricky season to get through um, and to navigate. And I feel like the people that did really did play their best games possible. I feel like everybody that was in the final uh, had a right to be there. A hundred percent. CT says to Tony, I mean, this, yeah. this winning this final really felt like it was for Tony. You know, it really felt Tony was the focus of this. And CT says to Tony, your performance on this challenge is one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, he really, really sells Tony. He really puts him over here. And it's uh, it's touching. It's heartwarming. Um, it's I, sweet as I, shit. I like to see these guys and their and their dad friendships and their dad bods hanging out. And uh, <laughs> it's a good win. I, I really didn't expect it only because I feel like they really played passive games. Mm-hmm. Um, really what they did was put themselves in position to never be thrown in um, and win when they have to. And really, uh, that's what you got to do. And 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 as I've said before, uh, with Cara Maria's win last season, uh, sometimes laying low and just chilling is the way to go on these things. It's true. Um, you guys, what an awesome season we had together. Amazing. Um, now, I am going to go get our cat out of the trash. Okay. And I just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to these recaps of Champs vs. Stars with us. Yeah. Please follow Follow us on Twitter at uh-huh. Reality Blows Pod. Email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me, Ashley B. Roberts, on Twitter or Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M A R I T A T O. And guess what, babies? We will be recapping. Uh, the challenge final reckoning, which starts July 10th on a Tuesday. We're definitely going to recap that. But if there is a uh, reunion next week, we're Coming back with a recap for the reunion. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i not really up on uh, following these things on the internet. And honestly, Wikipedia has ended with episode 10, so I did not know that there'd be a reunion. I am thrilled that there will be. I feel like there's a lot of unanswered questions. I Nick hear loves how... reunions the most. Reunions are my absolute favorite thing in reality television, and you better believe if there's a reunion next week, which Ashley's saying there is, and there's no reason for me to not believe her. We will be back next Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever you listen to this fucker with our recap of the reunion. Our reunion recaps are more of just kind of hashing it out, talking about it. we're not we don't do point by point necessarily. So we're just gonna have fun with it. It's a great listen. And make sure that you listen to all our episodes. Every Monday we have a uh, a a an episode where Ashley and I just talk about reality TV. Sometimes we have a guest, sometimes we don't. We talk about our life. We have a lot of fun and we will be recapping Final Reckoning starting July 10th. Guys and as always, may the Mrs. jacket be too tight. And also look like it belonged to Tori from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Good night.